Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Lucia. Lucia? Lucia, yeah. L-U-C-I-A. Ah, Lucia. That doesn't give us anything. Exactly. Lucia. Lucia. Lucia, Lucia, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, okay. We can start anywhere we want with that. that, We've definitely got to tell the listeners what it is now. Yes. Yeah, the genre we're uh, we're doing this week, uh, which is folkloric horror. Okay. So you've got your your folklore horror monsters. You've got your cults. Yep. Your you, wicker men. Yes, exactly. Wicker men. You got your yeah, your midsummer cults. You got yeah. Uh, all there's all sorts of you know you you can you can do your trolls and fairies and yeah. brigands and and your pan's labyrinths and your and even blowing the Witcher. Yeah, everything in that is like someone's died bad. Oh yeah, you know someone died bad and now they've turned into all that negativity has turned into <laughs> turned him into a monster. Yeah, that, that like always wants to drink the blood of pregnant women or something because it's, it's like they, someone died in childbirth, so now they they want to drink the blood of pregnant women. It's why all the reviews are so good for The Witcher because it's like oh right, all, all the bad ones have. have already turned you already turned into creatures that can't use the internet yeah all the, all the negative reviews have, yeah. <laughs> have turned into horrible creatures which Henry Cavill's got and hunted yeah. down well yeah well I mean they've, they've hunted him down really yeah. that's what happens when you're a bad reviewer that dies bad yeah well Henry Cavill says they turned into a horrible monster <laughs> Yeah, and we just—I mean, it's Henry Cavill. He's not going to lie to us. Yeah, is he? he's not going to. Henry Cavill lying? No. no. I mean, we're going on about this as though Henry Cavill has lied in the past. Listen, <laughs> the, the the last time people said that Henry Cavill had lied yeah. was when he was flying around Metropolis mm. and they said that he was a bad influence on on the world. Um, and look how that turned out for him. Yeah. He got beaten up by Batman. I, I think I can't remember that movie. But um, yeah. we're doing folkloric horror movies <laughs> yeah. this week. So yeah, your Midsummers, as we said. Um, Poor Henry Cavill and his mum Martha. <laughs> mum Martha. Yeah, that's her full name. Yeah, mum Martha. Mum Martha. Shall we just get on with some horrible mentions? Yes. Yeah, we've got loads of titles coming from around the world. Around the world. Around the world, these titles have come in. Amazing. Each, each of them participating in a different kind of folklore. Come come from around the world to our office studio. Yep. Right here in the United Kingdom. You can, yeah, you can watch one of those uh, s- segments where you, like a, someone scribbles on a piece of paper and seals it in an envelope and they put it in the post box and then it <laughs> flies across the... Across the like, and we, like we, a stalk flies yeah, across. And yeah. we excitedly open it on, on, on our Sunday mornings to when we go to record. It, Ooh! It's amazing what we can do with technology nowadays, yeah, isn't it? it is, yeah. um, so, Lucia was given to us by Transparency on Twitter... Thank you. Transparency. Transparency, yes. Uh, Is the concept of transparency? I think so, yeah. They got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Life's a Bit Show. You can also find us on Facebook, 
which is where some people have found us this week, mm-hmm. on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. If you do use Facebook, uh, you can get on there. Give us the if titles. You, if you trust the Zuck with your... <laughs> With your with your information, yeah. So this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and pitch what those movies would be as well. So from my waste of talent, we've got I found God. He was behind the sofa. <laughs> so it's bonkers, like a regular my waste of talent, yeah, film title, uh-huh. but could also work as you know, like the kind of founding of the Mormon Church. <laughs> Yeah, like, God's behind my sofa, guys. Yeah, I promise. I promise. He's telling me I can have as many wives as I want. (laughs) I found God. Yeah, there's a kind of spiritual search there, but also, like, I think in 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 aid of this folk horror, I think we want God to be more of a non-personal concept. Yeah. You know, like, we want it to be more of a sort of, like, God as in the, the connection to all things. Right, God, okay. God is like that transcendent understanding of of connection <laughs> between every living thing. Yeah, um, and so just so happens to be a bit of pocket fluff and a ten pence piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that <laughs> arranges itself in such a way. Just whatever's back there, al- alchemy like sort of. <laughs> I saw the face of God. Yeah, and it was it was a bit of, <laughs> bit of fluff, loose change, and possible and dog empty hairs. Battery. An empty battery. That's like burst at the yeah, seams yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's rolled underneath. Yeah, um, <laughs> from the remote. Yeah, after you change that one time. The, the back, the, table. the the back bit you take off to replace the batteries from the remote. Oh as yes, well. yeah, yeah, that's, that's there that's because there. you've had to use electrician's tape. Yeah, you've taped uh, up the there, yeah. uh, the back of the yeah. Uh, remote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all of the above can re- arrange themselves in some way into something that inspires absolute transcendence in the human brain. <laughs> it just... Like, uh, Simon Pegg looks at all this rubbish behind his sofa and he's like... Oh. <laughs> like, he's, he has an epiphany, like, yeah, this is it. God. Yeah. Is it better that we have it be like, there's a world back there? You know, because you lose things down the back of the, the sofa. Yeah. Maybe the other things that you lose is like your faith in humanity when you watch the news. And like, yeah. that's one of, the, one of the things back there is like, you know, your innocence. Yeah, you know, from from childhood when yeah. you when you when, when you were scared. Doctor Who yeah, 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 yeah. There's it's like little... innocence, faith in humanity, yeah, um, and uh, wisdom. Basically, we're taking a sort of right. We're taking a very Matilda view of the television. In okay, this, right. We're saying that television is something you watch to have your brain pulled out through your ears. Yeah. You know? We're, we're saying it dulls the, dulls the mind and, and, and... What do you want a book for? Yeah. You've got the television set sitting right in front of you. Yeah. There's nothing in a book that you can't get from a TV faster. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, we're, say, we're, we're taking that tack. And what that means is that when eventually Sam Pegg gets back there... Yeah. He also finds the wisdom of everyone who's ever sat in that room and watched TV. <laughs> He's suddenly connected with everyone who's ever lost wisdom from the TV draining it from them. Okay. I love the idea of it's like the fucking dark crystal. Yeah. <laughs> like, essence! The, 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 like TV, the TV, like, blasts 
it like a hair dryer <laughs> and uh, their hair goes back yeah and, and then they're like another bombing today has <laughs> uh, and their hair like uh, kind of getting blown back and out of the back of their head is just like tumbling little bits and bobs yeah uh, little buttons and springs and, and all, all sorts of light bulbs and like, things it's like uh, kind of like videodrome that kind of yeah. vibe right as well like just weird TV shit. Yes, weird TV shit. We're just we're just it's a screed on television. Uh, we're being inc- intensely classist. Yep. And uh, intensely ableist. Yep. Just generally that whole vibe. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of this the vibe for television between 1980 and sort of like 2005. Yeah, we're pitching horror movies, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> like, like possibly the the most classist and ableist genre out there. Oh, that's, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, so so maybe once he finds it, like he starts to realise in a kind of it lives way that everyone else is sort of living this dreary existence where they they've had all their mind stolen and put into this. So he's trying to get them to go back behind their own sofas. Yeah, because <laughs> he's found God. Uh- Oh, the idea of Simon Pegg going to Keith David's house. He's like, <laughs> look, look behind the sofa. And Keith's like, no, no, I'm not looking behind the sofa. <laughs> and then he's like, look behind the sofa. And then they just beat the shit out of each <laughs> yeah, other. They're just fighting for a while. <laughs> but it's, it's, a bit, it's a pillow fight. It's like, it's- <laughs> Because it's, it's the sofa. Fight. They're on the sofa. They're standing on opposite sofas, and they've both got a cushion. The floor is just... lava. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> if you don't know what we're referencing, it's uh, just just YouTube. They live fight scene. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and be prepared to have your mind blown by 15 minutes of Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith <laughs> David beating the shit out of each other in an alleyway um, for, for apparently no reason. Yeah, uh, they just, like they don't hate each other. That's the thing. They don't dislike each other and yet spend 10 minutes beating the hell out. Anyway, point being, in this, Simon Pegg, like, um, pulls the sofa forwards yeah. and he pulls the little plug in and, of course, Keith, Keith David's been watching a geography, geographic documentary yeah. about volcanoes and stuff yeah. and so he pulls this little bung out of the back of the sofa yeah. and lava starts spreading oh, all around what? the room and he, they're, and, and then Keith David's like, what the hell are you doing? I, I, I'm... <laughs> You've just released lava all, all in my house. Get the hell out of my house! And he's like, "Look behind the sofa." I promise. No, God's no, I'm not looking behind the sofa. <laughs> you can't make me. And <laughs> so, so ensues the pillow fight mm-hmm. over lava. Yeah, as these sofas are seemingly unharmed. <laughs> yeah. Because it's made of imagination. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so he eventually looks behind the sofa. He's like, "Oh my god." We've been lied to <laughs> this whole time. This is just it. This is just they live too. It's they live too. The, yeah. The the TV is is the glue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's Simon Pegg and Keith David. Yeah, it's Keith David again. <laughs> Keith David again. Same character from They Live. Yeah, yeah. Um, but ex- except they got rid of the aliens a while back. Yeah, <laughs> the aliens are gone. The yeah. aliens from They Live are gone. <laughs> or the aliens didn't go away. Yeah. And we make it They Live too. Ryder Roddy Piper's died. Yeah. Keith David survived, but mate was made to forget what happened and then Simon Pegg's like look, look, looking through his <laughs> infinite well of knowledge from the behind the behind the, the sofa yeah he discovers that 
the only person ever to be talked into believing that the aliens are still here is Keith David. So he goes and tracks specifically Keith David down. <laughs> I love how it's not like sunglasses as well. It's no. just people look behind your sofas you and everyone just yeah. goes, no. There's a, little, there's a little well of knowledge there. Yeah. Spring cleaning isn't till next year. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And the aliens have been like they they every year they go and when when they're doing spring cleaning they go and just siphon off the trap of all the all, they, all the yeah. information yeah <laughs> they, they they tie it back with like uh, gaffer tape yep and stuff <laughs> I think that's a, that's a fun movie yeah they live they live too I found God he was behind the sofa <laughs> so from Reese Howell we've got the devils in the Beatles. <laughs> the devils in the Beatles. The, the Beatles spelt like the band, the yeah, Beatles. the Beatles. Uh, got it. Okay. Okay. Because they they do beats. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so the devils in the Beatles. So a folk horror in which the Beatles, yeah. the band, has amongst them <laughs> a At least demon. two devils, right? Is, is it, it is like, it the devils as in apostrophe s or is it because that's the de- I think it's I think it's the devils of no apostrophe there so it could just be one yeah so so well mm, apostrophe no, s is the devil is, is in the yeah details. yeah that's the devil is in the details is is the phrase yeah initially maybe we so, should go with that then yeah so so there's one there's one demon yeah in the band the Beatles yes exactly okay okay I like this I think I think they've been locked in Abbey Road. Okay. Like, where they lived for some time. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Weird shit's happening. Okay. They've got to figure out which one's the bad guy. Right. Okay, which, so it's, it's kind of... It's like the movie The Thing. The Thing, I was going to say, yeah. But with, vibe, yeah. with the Beatles in Abbey Road. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's not very folk yet. I, th- I think I, I think it's it's got to be like a folk devil, right? You know, like one that plays the fiddle. Sh- mm, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to need more people in this movie. To, like, I'm going to need, uh, at the very least, it to be kind of a, a cult. You know, the Beatle, Beatlemania was very yeah. much a cult, so there's some good crossover there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going need to need it to be sort of like, maybe they start to doubt their own efficacy as a band because they start to think that, you know, this demon might have just, you know, hypnotised or this cult might be more responsible for their success than they are. Mm. Or maybe like... And I think we can do a deal with the devil, like a crossroads yeah. devil, right? Like maybe they tr- they they're, they're traveling around, you know, Liverpool before they get big. I've got it. Yeah, right. The Beatles weren't that good. Okay. Unpopular opinion, I know. However, they did grow to fame very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think the crossroads moment has to be upon breaking America. Yes. I think when they get off the plane yeah. in America... Nobody knows who they are. Yeah. The the devil was on the plane. The, oh, devil, no, I mean, the devil was on the plane, right? And he okay. goes, you've got to sign this thing if you want to get big in America. And John Lennon's, all right, then. I guess we've, we've been signing a lot of stuff already. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then they all sign it. They all sign it. And then when they're, when they're recording, like, Abbey Road... Yeah. Hey there, did you manage to read the contract? It says now and now it's your big all over the world. I get to be a part of your little group. 
Okay, so you they just add a fifth one. Yeah, they just add the add the fifth beetle, and it's right. and it's Satan. <laughs> you know, the, the hot one. <laughs> right. There's no horror there. No. There's no horror there. I, I I think there is the horror of what Satan will do if the Beatles don't like his ideas. Okay. <laughs> For music. <laughs> so sure, all right. It's just like all the shit Beatles songs. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, if, what if he wrote a song about an octopus's garden? Uh, and it's, not, Beatles... it's, not, it's not a shit Beatles song. <laughs> it's a good Beatles song. Yeah, well... Um... <laughs> It's starting to come off as a Tom bits of Beatles Tom doesn't like bit. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if we just said the number nine constantly? <laughs> yeah. What if we made it really, really gave some uh, tried to do some just to confuse people? Yeah. I, I'm I'm not gonna be on the cover for this, but uh, I'm gonna make uh, make a suggestion. Paul, take your shoes off. Wait, wasn't Abbey Road the last one they recorded? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so our timeline's bad then. Oh, who knows? Like, he's there at the beginning, like, the, the Beatles getting big, right? right. He's the devil's well, this is, there. Yeah, this is why I think I think a few edits here yeah. can make this yeah. into a place, right? Go for it. Instead of it being on the plane, mm -hmm. you do the classic American crossroads devil, right? So they get there, nobody knows who they are, and yeah. nobody likes them. Yeah. They play. Mm hmm. They're playing like they were playing in Liverpool yeah. and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And then they end up at like a crossroads where they're, one of them is approached, we don't know who through the entire movie, yeah. is approached by, we'll only find this out later, at Abbey Road, is, is approached by um, a crossroad devil. Right. Yeah. At that point, they get massive really, really quickly. Yeah. They have their whole fame thing. And then... Like, when they get to, like, Abbey Road, they discover that one of them has been putting in, let's say, the number nine loads. Let's oh, do yeah, things, yeah. playing things backwards. Let's, yep. let's make Helter Skelter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, because the fucking serial killers are going to, the, the cult leaders are going to love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're going to love this one. Yeah. And, and <laughs> this one goes out for all you serial killers, <laughs> he says. Yeah. No one noticed it. And so, like, you get to you get to Abbey Road, and suddenly they're really scared scared mm. about. Okay, one of us has been undermining what we thought we were. And we, yeah. We've all been going along with it because we creatively have this group think, um, but someone's been putting in like demonic ideas in there, yeah. and we can't release Abbey Road because it could be the trigger for this cult of people. Nobody's letting them out. Yeah, because. Um, because like there are people around them, handlers, managers, no, they don't know who is in this cult. Yeah. Right. So and and uh, so they start like seeing people like burning like sage and stuff. Yeah. Uh, to keep things in and like make sure that nobody can get out of the place. <laughs> they've, and, like they've locked Abbey Road up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, they're this this cult surrounding. Either them or the devil or or, or um, their music or it's hard to tell the difference between their fans, mm. their people who are their their team, their handlers yeah. for fame reasons, and then their handlers for cult reasons. Yeah, which is which, right? And then so they're trying to get to the bottom of it, 
and that's where stuff like you know once there was a way to get back homeward and it's like <laughs> this, that's them like lamenting the fact that they wish they could go back to a simpler time before the devil had, had, their, had <laughs> the, the, this demon had its fingers in their music well, it, it, like you said it was their last album wasn't it and, yeah. and I think I think it wasn't just the fact that they they broke up after that. It was like we we've got to we've got to get rid we've got to stop. We, we got, I think Abbey Road is a good place as any. Uh, <laughs> you never give me your money. You only give me this funny paper. <laughs> so so on on Abbey Road you've got come together. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Yeah. That was the one that was gonna be the trigger. Yeah. That was it. But they they managed to... I don't know, do they manage to... I think they just decide to cut one song, right? And then they just hope that that's the one. Yeah. Their management are like, you can get out if you cut, but you're only allowed to cut one song from this album. They're like, well, let's just hope we got the one. Yeah. It was called The Devil's Knocking on Your Door. Yeah. That was what it was called. Yeah. And they they cut it out and they start to read up about, like, there's a a book about occult rituals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, How to to break a curse. Yeah, they they steal it. They, they like, crawl... um, George Harrison crawls through the vents or, or... Is it George didn't have any shoes on? I th- I'm sure it was Paul. Paul, it was. Paul, it was Paul. Paul was yeah, dead, Paul's dead, yeah. Paul has to walk his way along the skylights of the Abbey Road Studios to get out, and then he drops his way into the office yeah. and just grabs the first, like, book. Yeah. And it's an occult ritual thing. And then when they escape later, it's he's, he's got no shoes uh, because of that. Well, I, I, think, I think part of the ritual to break the curse is yeah. to cross a threshold with no shoes on. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. One in black, one in white, one in blue, yeah. one wearing no shoes. Yes. Like, one no shoe, yeah. One no shoe. Um, and and that's how they cross. And that's uh, that's an answer to the conspiracy yeah, theory. Exactly. <laughs> Just Paul Paul was definitely alive. Yeah. The reason he's wearing no shoes he's is fulfill is... the terms of the ritual. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's how they broke the curse and and how they uh, how they stopped the Beatles from from destroying the world. Yeah, that's the devils in the details. <laughs> <laughs> the devils in the details. I love the fact that like you're gonna see a trailer for that. Yeah, and someone's gonna have to say like the biggest band in the world will be faced with their own success in the devils in the beatles <laughs> the whole audience just like it's wait not- I, I i can read that and yeah. it definitely says beatles as in <laughs> as in the 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 band the and i've beatles. heard the phrase the devils in the details yeah and they don't sound like each other <laughs> they're not even spelt the same no what is happening <laughs> whose idea was this <laughs> so those are all our honourable mentions thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week we cannot make episodes without you so go to our social media facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and tweet us as well at life's a pitch show if you've enjoyed the show um, the best thing you can do is tell your friends um, I'm sure they're just raring to be told about another podcast. Oh but, yeah, um, uh, but uh, you're doing God's work if you yeah. um, if you do get people to sign up and join the cult of uh, Lives of Pitch podcast. Yeah, I'm saying that like because it's a folk horror thing. I'm not actually saying that you should be in a cult. Bring others um, because uh, <laughs> there's no there's no um, we need new blood. Yeah, is, is the is the answer. Um, but. Uh, 
it's it really does help when you tell your friends and uh, essentially give them uh, give us good kind of word of mouth reviews to other people mm. because it's the only way the podcast is the only f- real way that podcasts get spread in any meaningful way yeah like uh, is, is word of mouth so it really really does help uh, when you, uh, you t- tell t- so we've got uh, we've got Ross tweeting at us uh, how much they enjoyed last week's episode ah yeah uh, love today's episode and I too would love to see John Goodman as a bear team up with Nicolas Cage yep that's that's their review of uh, of last week's episode we so, really like that yeah. thanks Ross Thanks, Ross, for that one. I, I also want to see that movie. I, I really want to see that yeah. movie. Go back and listen to last week's episode if you missed that one. Yeah. The other way you can help us out is you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast where you can give us as little as $1 a month to get bonus stuff. You can either get a, a vote on the genre, uh, you can have your name read out every week, and indeed you can uh, get commentaries by us for various differing amounts of support you give us. But most of all, it's it's to support us and keep the podcast yeah. going so thank you to all these people who are um, this is their real names that is Brandon Spanky Mills October is hot wolf men season mixed bisque we're getting a warning through the podcast echoes beware 400 see you in the 80s Jeremy Elkayam Stephen D. Thomas curse you Taft and your tyrannid loving alligator Eldar Death Squad fingers to hand Pima Trimistrime. The nonsense radar is beeping up a storm. James Delaney. And that's it. Thanks to everyone who donated. We regret moving the location of the patron pitches like a couple of sneaky beavers. We were forced to do it by Brent Black. That absolute cheeky monkey. Tom, do you ever worry that this whole thing has gotten a bit high concept? Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. Thinking about it, Tom, I don't mind the slightly silly names like Hey lads, Big Daddy Lucas here. You even hum Duel of the Fates again and I'll unleash my dark side on you. Me panties. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. The ones that literally never change do make my zones itch, though. You know, like Alex NSFW. Only joking, Tom, it's still the bloody patron names. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. All right, gang, we're back in the 80s. Everybody steals some motorbikes. The list in the, is in the middle now. I no longer know what to do with myself. Not much bisque news this week. The Patreon name ordering people are on strike. Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Continuing this story is stretching the, crea- the limits of my creativity. Tom, this vaporwave outro isn't working for me anymore. We need something orchestral. Is Jewel of the Fates copyrighted? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. So if you want your name to be added to that list, yep. go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. There doesn't appear to be a character limit. Nope. So now we move on to our final major pitch for the evening. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you could be listening to this any time of the day, yeah, yeah. but right now Let's it's say evening. it's at midnight because you're really scared of all the scary movies oh, we've pitched yeah. so far. You're getting behind your sofa. Oh, you really yeah. you really were terrified of that bloody Beatles one. <laughs> so from Transparency on Twitter, we've been given... Lucia or Lucia Lucia so I've got nothing here (laughs) like I've got nowhere to start and nowhere to end Um, the only things I have is that it sounds a bit like Lucia Dor Uh, or indeed uh... indeed Lucia 
libre. <laughs> um, so the the Mexican wrestling. Yes. The other thing being one person's name could be that a sort of cult starts to go come up around this person. Yeah. Right? So if this person is the very center of a cult mm. and then we like and I say a cult it's like everyone loves them. Yeah. You know, everyone's in love with this person and they go mm. out of their way to try to um uh, get their attention only to later discover that they are in some way a supernatural being or like I I quite like some of those ideas mm. so I quite like the idea of, of the actual film being based on the, like the the uh, the person who starts the cult mm. and there being a supernatural element to it as yeah. well. I would make one change yeah. and that is just sort of listening to podcasts about cults and how they start and stuff yeah. like that. There are the majority of ones that sort of get started intentionally. It's like a cult like, of personality. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this is this is someone going out of their way to make a cult. Mm-hmm. My favourite ones though are ones where something, it, it all is accidental the final fantasy house yes kind of yeah and it's all accidental yeah and it kind of just gets out of hand for that one person yeah where they're just like well i guess i started a cult yeah i'm gonna just lean into this yes um because because i didn't intend to i just intended to talk about jesus for a bit yeah and now everyone's looking to me for the answers yeah yeah, yeah. and every, everything i say is gospel and i don't know how this works <laughs> okay <laughs> And then suddenly I have 40, 40 wives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of it, part of it could be called you don't a personality. Up, you don't end up with 40 wives no, no. by accident. Yeah, time. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you don't trip and fall into no. 40 marriages at once. <laughs> but like, but like the, the whole thing, the whole manipulation of it comes from just sort of not even intending to do that kind mm. of stuff mm. but just ending up and then obviously your followers take take that what you've said in a in a way you didn't intend it to yes, yeah. but in like because it's written down or because you've said it now yeah. it's now it's gospel kind of thing it's out of your hands now people have started building like synaptic connections to their own biases yeah through your like words, they're going to take your words to me. Had to have so many deeper meanings mm. that it's a menu at that point, and it's a menu they don't know they're choosing from. Yes, it's like one of those cults where where the cult leader left years before it got bad. Right, like that kind of thing. It's mm. like years before the shooting started happening. Okay, okay. So this has given me some kind of almost colossal vibes. Then, kind of, in a sort of like someone, let's say Florence Pugh, yeah, leaves her small hometown, basically. Like the, the prom queen but like we'll only know that from her room at the start of the movie yeah like, like the, the camera like, pans you've got a little certificate and, and it's like it's got stuff. like a, a a crown with like little little uh, kind of like golden golden like little thorns on it and stuff yeah it's, it says prom queen on yeah, it. yeah 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 <laughs> And um, she's in the city, or Caps- what have you. Captain of the cheerleading squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the football as well. Yeah. She was that good. Yeah. And we see a lot of those things, right? We see a lot of those, like, awards. Yeah. Right? So she's, she's like, won a bunch of awards, and those are just kids kicking around a room. She was the cheerleader and the star quarterback it's for that just, year. Yeah. Like, it was, that year was her. Yeah. That was her year. Not, not just that year, we find out later yeah. in the movie, right? It was, it, like... 
she's got she's won all these awards yeah. over the course of the and she's moved now to the big city yeah and she's left and I think she does keep bumping into people from her old town and it's mm. Kind of coincidental that so many people have come to the same city from her old town. Because it's only a small town. Yeah. Not, not a tiny town. It's, it's, it's a, like a, a moderately sized little out like American town. Like a town. Little, little suburban yeah. like village yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Um, and so it is weird that she does bump into people from her past so often in, in the city. Yeah. And later on in the movie, we're going to find out that those are pilgrimages. <laughs> <gasps> so when she goes back, yeah. there's this whole... Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't realize that, yeah, that, that. That basically they've taken that to be that she was the absolute star of their world. Oh my god! Um, and they've developed this thing around her without her knowing. It's, you know what this is? It's because like there are people like that where they're, they're like massive in their local communities, yeah. and they go to the big city and then completely unknown, yeah. and that they find like the kind of horror of that. Yeah, I think it's the opposite she's she's gone yeah. to the big city she's out of the spotlight she's working hard like yeah. like when she was back at the village she was kind of like a workaholic like yeah. like I said she's the quarterback for yeah. the football team yeah. and the cheerleader uh-huh. and uh, and she played in the bass band as well um, but in a way like even if she wasn't actually brilliant at all those things yeah if those seeds had still already started being sent like even if, if those seeds I just feel like we should bake into this. It's not her doing that yeah. has created this. Okay. It's very much a kind of like old story that she was just born into. Mm. Right? So it was just she was born on the right night. She was like, you know, and they just got it into their head that she was the one who was going to lead their town to save their town it's like a, a town that used to have it's by a lake but it's got um like a it's an old mining town yeah you know it's fallen from economic glory yeah uh, in the rust belt of america and um no longer has that anymore and it's it's kind of just given the people hope i guess yeah, like yeah. like the local preacher or something was like she was born on the seventh day of the seven month of the seven year yeah that means there's something special about seventh her year. seven yeah. ad <laughs> i mean like <laughs> 2007 like like yeah. for some reason the clock just decided the calendar changes yeah, yeah, yeah when it gets to millennium like we start again like yeah. like it's 777 yeah, yeah, yeah. on the on the millennium uh-huh. thing whatever it is we like we we have that kind of iconography yeah and it's like the tide was just right um and it left something behind the tide in this on, on this i guess it's a, a port sort of mining town yeah, yeah. Um, and like the tide left something behind and it was like something that was an omen that she was born yeah uh, she was she was a gift from from god yeah it was a full moon and also a rainbow yeah as yeah. well a rainbow moon a rainbow moon yeah she was born under a rainbow moon and and ever since she's been gifted with praise because after that day yeah things started happening like good things start happening. Yeah, you know like, what? I maybe we should do a sort of Innsmouth sort of thing here, yeah. where we have it be a port town mm. that is is formed by the wayside, a fishing village. Yeah, it's formed by the wayside since you know you got big trawlers and stuff. Yeah, and you have that on low tide was left behind this this wreck, an ancient <gasps> wreck, and it like she's on there. She, she's. I, I I just think she was born. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um and. 
whatever was on that wreck attached to her in some way. Right, okay. Like, so it's not that she is that. We could do that. We'll figure out... Yeah. As we go through this movie, we'll make that decision later. Yeah. Um, Because there is a potential that she could have been on that boat as a child and then, like, picked up by, like, family and stuff like that. But I'm I'm thinking, like, an old wreck, a kind of uh, a Dracula-style, like, ship washing up. And them finding treasure in it and and that saves the town from for a, for a bit or or, or like I, I think she's in this wreckage she's the only surviving thing from this wreckage okay. this town has gone under like there's no more fish nothing people are leaving town like because there's no money in it like all the fishermen are just like what we're we gonna do for our for our livelihood kind mm-hmm. of thing and then suddenly the moment she arrives and yeah. is picked up brought in by this couple yeah um fish Everywhere. Okay. There's fish all over mm. the place. I mean, you could probably do it in like a, a rural corn place, like there's suffered yeah, a the, drought. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but then but you the, couldn't have the. Couldn't have the sea. A, a crashed the plane. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I'd I'm, love. I'm. 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 Re- the only thing with the sort of like child arriving, I think I'm reluctant to do a kind of spy. Uh, sorry, a Superman type thing. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm, then we've got to think about where she's from, right? Yeah. Where it's just a, a baby that's just born at the right time, and just uh, things start to go well. And yeah. most of the, I want most of this to be human. I want there to be some supernatural, but not loads. It's never explained. Yeah. That's the thing. Like she's born on the day of this wreckage. Yeah. It's a it's a rainbow moon. Yeah. And they just interpret it and the, look, people have just been catching more fish. And the fish. fish come back. Yeah. The that's fish it. come back. Um, um, and it's and it's and it's like rare fish that they can export to like Japan or something where yeah, like, yeah. big businessmen grind them up into uh, into aphrodisiacs or something yeah so it's seen that like when they go on holiday the fish go away yeah that's another thing as well so like the, the people are just like she's the key she she must like mm. one of the town was just like she must be the key like let's praise her give oh, her you, gifts so and stuff are you thinking that they're trying to get her to go back to the town Kind of, yeah. Okay, interesting. Or she just leaves again, like, like again. I think we frame the movie like she's just going out. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 like, I think we don't even start the movie in the town. No, no. I think we start the movie again, like, like I said, like with just her memories of the town. Yeah, or, um, or just like a thing of her room we frame it like a kind of coming of age going to university movie yeah yeah she's just been she's just start. been at this city for a couple of years yeah and she just has fond memories of where she's from yeah you know, she's, yeah. A, she's a she's a coastal girl on, uh, in the big city and, and she's just doing her best she's at university studying something right yeah 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 um, maybe like may, maybe like oceanography yeah like, uh, maybe uh, marine biology she's, she's like got that. an attachment to the ocean that she doesn't really know well I'm, I'm just thinking like she doesn't coming from a town where all the fish came back inexplicably yeah and this very rare fish that isn't supposed to be from round here came inexplicably hmm you would be interested in finding out the truth about that. You would be interested in marine biology mm. and just trying to find that out. And so, like, not even the attachment to the ocean, but the the uh, like the the will to find you know find out about like yeah. that sort of stuff. Well, like you, you mentioned, like quite a lot of people are, are coming from the town to see her. Well, yeah. like she just bumps into them, yeah, randomly in the in the street, and uh, they're kind of keeping tabs in a weird way. Yeah, or, or like she thinks she sees someone that she re- remembers, and it's like, oh, that's odd. That's yeah. that person said they 
they were born here and they died there. Yeah, and, and like here they are in the big city. Th- that that was all that was all Jimbo yeah. from from the local tavern. Yeah, the, the local drunk. He was just wandering around. Yeah, what's what's going on in, in a business suit? That was unlike him. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> business suit, but full on like yeah. uh, Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of uh, beard, old old Jed beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think because she's doing like um, oceanography and stuff yeah. like that. She then stumbles across an old article from yeah. the day, like the day she was born, yeah, or like if, like the the year she was born, kind of thing about her town, about mm. how fish have come in, yeah, from like almost like a drought around there, like yeah. a fish drought. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call that. Um, and she's like, "That's that's really odd," because that was like the week I was born. That's yeah. really strange. And that's when like someone someone who went to school and just bumps in. Oh, bumps hey. I didn't yeah. know you came to this university kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, have you been back home uh, recently? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Like, my parents are okay, though. I, I talk to them constantly on uh, on Skype and whatnot. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. Well, maybe if, you, if you're headed back, like, uh, <laughs> let me know. Uh, yeah. So we can we can go together and, uh, and I'll keep you safe. And she's like, what? And, and <laughs> like, uh, nothing, nothing. Let's meet up and, and go for some fish sometime. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this film's weirdly obsessed with fish. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fish. There's a lot in, of fish in it. In this movie. Yeah. Does she go back home or does something happen in the city that... I think she sees enough in the city to start making her wonder. Maybe she meets someone. She, she, she's got a friend from university. Yeah. I'm going to say just someone who could be like down to earth and like, it is weird that you won, you would head of the cheerleaders and the quarterback you know like someone to <laughs> yeah. someone to make those observations yeah. and also someone who's like f- has far less of that like is, is cynical is, is a perspective that is yeah. um, has had a, a far more troubling uh, like troubled tri- childhood or a far more sort of um, one that they haven't led, led that charmed life yeah let's say uh, Saoirse Ronan Saoirse Ronan's cool yeah, yeah. Um, you're just little women in just, it. just oh, casting oh, yeah. in fact this can be directed by Greta Gerwig she, sure. she's, she's not done a horror movie <laughs> yet uh, we'll, we'll see if we can make it happen I'd, yeah. quite, I'd quite like to see her do a horror movie <laughs> um, and yeah so I think that she's like making those observations uh, much in the way of like get out like you know uh, yeah. the, 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 the guy back home make contact Constantly making those like it is weird isn't it weird don't you find that weird yeah yeah sort of kind of those outside observations to help drive along that kind of like so you don't you as a viewer don't and the, and the main character are on the ball or on or, or making yeah. those those connections I, I like the idea that you know here comes Timothy Chalamet he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to push them apart yeah right comes in talking about Saoirse Ronan yeah. as if she's a dangerous like brings up elements from her past uh, brings up like oh did ooh, you know that oh look Lucia she's she's a dangerous woman is that old Saoirse Ronan you don't <laughs> you don't want to be hanging out with her come and have a drink of me, with me and we'll have some sushi or whatever it'd be great <laughs> I hear this place down the road uh, serves sushi from from where the place... It's like a little taste of home. 
<laughs> and, he, and he does something ridiculous like they go into this place and there's like a because it's cold it's cold in New York yeah um, there's a heater uh, like in this restaurant yeah right? and he takes his boots off and puts them by the heater yeah a really country thing to do yeah yeah but he's supposed to have been here because he's slightly older than her yeah he's supposed to have been here for like four years yeah, yeah. but he's still putting his boots up and it just makes <laughs> him think like well that's a really country thing yeah, to do yeah, that's, that's uh, weird like, yeah and so like they just they, she starts to, to wonder and then she starts to question the dates like you said before yeah. and she starts to, to, to realise that okay there's an archaeological archaeological thing like this wreck of this ship was mm. supposed to have gone missing a hundred years before and like um, it was it was like it was full of gold that like um, had been stolen from 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 like you know South American or Mesoamerican yeah. American people and like just all this stuff that starts to it starts to come up and it's she's like that's really really weird she decides to go home to try and get to the bottom of it, goes goes home to to see her parents and that's yeah. where it becomes this kind of like no she doesn't decide because of that her mum becomes suddenly ill yes like so something that's drawing her back drawing her yeah. back yeah and and it's very much that she needs her because they think she's on her last legs and um, she's needed back home and it just so happens that like you know the um, the trains are, aren't running or like you know her her car breaks down but Timothy yeah. Charmaine's pickup's just fine <laughs> he's there on the roads <laughs> I was I was following you and she's like really he's like yeah <laughs> nothing weird about that is there <laughs> no. Um, I'm answering my own questions. <laughs> Nothing weird about that either, is there? Yeah. No. What are you staring at me like that for? I'm helping you out, aren't I? I've got a pickup truck. What are you looking at me like that for? I can barely no see over the steering wheel. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? No reason. <laughs> I'm answering my own questions again. That's his bit. Yeah. That's... <laughs> He can't let a rhetorical question lie. <laughs> That's just another country thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love how earlier on the movie he's like, "Do you want to go? Do you want to go have some sushi?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, like we're, we're we're pitching him as way more threatening than than I think we want to make him. Yeah. Um, and that's because I don't trust him. But I, I I think I think Timothy Chalamet can pull off a script that doesn't appear threatening. Yeah. And he can probably probably go down the line of like yeah. there's something not quite right. He's about got him. he's got that sort of like this could just be a romantic interest yeah. if you play off all the red flags. Kind as, of as you know Yeah, as as kind of romantic in yeah, a way. Yeah. Kind of like uh Jason Sudeikis in, in Colossal. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um and I, I, or, or Anakin Skywalker in yeah. Attack of the <laughs> yeah, Clones. Yeah. If, you, if you ignore all the red flags, it's fine. <laughs> If you ignore every red flags, yeah. this man made of red flags. <laughs> this man yeah. looking like he came out of a clown sleeve. <laughs> I love how later on in life he gets a literal red flag to wave around. <laughs> Here comes Darth Vader with his red flag. <laughs> um, yeah, we've just made the metaphorical literal. Um <laughs> So yeah, what happens when she gets to the to, the, to town, or is it is it one of those things where she gets convinced halfway there not to go back, and then she's like captured, captured. 
Yeah. Like, at what point do we see the worm turn? I think she is told by Saoirse Ronan not to go. Mm-hmm. This is like on the call on the way there. Like, yeah. oh, you you going back? Don't don't go back there. Don't go. Like, and then and then you hear like muffled like, ah, yeah. like that, and she's like, what the fuck? And then and then her car breaks down. Yeah, and that's when Timothy Chalamet goes, "You going to? You going going back home? Are you?" Yeah. The call ends suddenly, but it's not weird because they are having a disagreement. Yeah, and it could be that Saoirse Ronan playing this sort of like slightly firebrand character might have yeah. got frustrated and put the phone down quickly. I, I quite like the idea that Saoirse Ronan and, and Florence Pugh weren't friends mm. in school. Like, Saoirse... Well, they, Saoirse Ronan's not from the town, right? She's I just... thought she was. No, no, she's just she's a, a university friend. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I've, yeah, I thought she was from town for some reason. No, no, so, yeah, uh... just, just this other other perspective of, like, yeah. it is weird that you're doing that. She's probably from the city where she's, like, she's from New York. She's yeah, from yeah. Right, sort of thing. She's from New York! Yeah, exactly. That kind Florence, of... don't go down there! She's, she's, she's constantly telling people that she's walking there, but... <laughs> Timothy Chalamet isn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't know. He's he's he just thinks it's self-explanatory that he's walking here. But no, in, in New York, you got to tell people. <laughs> I'm walking here. Yeah. I'm walking here. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's not even a question. I'm answering it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so yeah, I I, I think she gets back. Um. Mm. Like, Sir Sharon having been you know captured yeah but she doesn't know that she's just that that, that hung up immediately like, yeah like, um it's a it's a bit odd yeah that she finds it. so she's like she pulls up at this petrol station and and she's like and she starts to think like maybe i should go back and just see sort of see how how she how, is how she doesn't is, seem yeah. to be in because it's like my mum's ill but like yeah she, she seems stable yeah it's just that they want me to be here for some reason yeah and that's when Timothy Chalamet shows up. Yeah, and uh, and that's when they they get they get back. And what happens in town? What's going yeah. on? I, I like we we we've we've been sidestepping this for a while. Yeah, and I think like for me, um, if they if 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 the thing is that they want her back in town, yeah, then that probably means that like perhaps they believe that the town's fish stocks will will die yeah. if she's if she's gone it hasn't been happening mm. or i don't know we I don't, maybe we don't even say in the movie whether it has or hasn't because yeah. you leave that open to, to but they have a shrine and they have a, a like under the town hall they have like a a whole like every of uh, one of their favorite like artifacts like the, you know the, like the, the holy grail is the the cup that jesus sipped from uh, yeah uh, she, they've got her be- favorite bear as a child yeah and, like, and, and all this stuff that's like around to, the to create the essence of her yeah in uh in this cave by the sea and they've and even they've got like other little girls mm. in her old clothes and in her like like oh, they, they 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 nominate like, each time like altar children yeah exactly yeah like, but but like yeah, yeah I guess it's horror so it's like dark yeah. so it's like you know they they're, oh. they're just kept in the cave that is that is creepy I, I think I think they should like their their goal should be to keep her from leaving they tried to do it nicely they all wondered what would happen when she left. Maybe maybe this is it. Maybe they've tried to create these simulacra of her, right? Yeah. This sort of like they've got they, they take they've got an, a girl from the community. Yeah. And they've put her in this sea cave. Mm. And they keep her in the sea cave with all her stuff. Yeah. In order to try to manufacture that thing. But 
it isn't right. It isn't working. So they need the fish it. aren't they need, coming back. They need her. They, they need like, I mean, it, it, are the fish even gone? Doesn't matter because in in their minds, that that's what's happening. I I quite like the idea that the patriarchs of this town aren't fishing in the right places, and they know they aren't. Mm. Like they they know that that the fish are definitely out there. Mm. It's just they need control over this girl's life essentially okay. i think yeah yeah i mean like, i like i like that i think you'd have to make some interesting speci- specifics there like yeah. um uh like that it just become more I, I mean that's that that would be part of it is just that they, they they they're kind of refusing the science of it they're, they're kind of yeah. refusing the sort of this is they've migrated to a it's, different place it's like lucia was here yeah the fish were plentiful yeah. lucia is gone yeah the fish are dying uh-huh, they're gone uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so she is. She is the the life of this town. Te- like without her, this town dies. And I think we end this film probably with um, she's an oceanographer, right? Yeah. So she knows how deep some of the caves below this town go. Mm. I think she does something to like collapse this town. Yeah. Into like into the sea. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but I think <laughs> it's it's a weird one. Like it's a strange one to end mm. um, because it's either like, do we let Florence Pugh live uh, and and sort of have? I a... think yeah. I think I think I want to give her a kind of agency of like breaking from her roots. Yeah, who are obsessed with her. Mm. Um, and I kind of I think I want her to but the, but to do that she essentially has to destroy everything that was her past yeah like everything she's so proud of in the start of the movie yeah she essentially consigns to in fact <clears throat> it's all of her stuff burning in this yeah. sea cave that causes the collapse yeah by accident yeah so she's burning it down and yeah because there's candles all around it and she, yeah. she knocks it all down and it all burns up all of her her history all of her childhood favorite toys and stuff all burn up, yeah. and that causes this like this uh, huge like collapse within yeah. the uh, within this sea cave, and it and it uh, burns away the, like the support struts of this, of this <laughs> it's thing. Held up by wood. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're just like um, uh, yeah, uh, like they've been propping this because the sea cave was collapsing anyway. Yeah. it was eroding yeah. by the natural kind of inexorability of the sea yeah um, same as fish moving away they like all those things are natural things but they were trying to hold them off yes and hold on to the past yeah and, and, and those struts burn and up. she's got to let go of the past to uh, to move on yeah because uh, I think we should frame it in the beginning like she's still sort of like she thinks she's top dog yeah. when she goes to the university and she, in fact she's not and she's it's trying to cling to that a, and I think big, letting a, a, go a of small fish in a big pond yeah I think let, letting go of that is uh, uh, is is what she needs to learn by and the I end think, of the episode. and I think <laughs> in order to in order to um, uh, make this to just to give this a horror vibe like yeah. more because obviously this is a scary movie but yeah. we haven't described much I think they have big you know lungfish not lungfish. Do you know? Um, oh, there's these fish that are like deep sea fish that are really bloated, mm. um, and they're sort of like got their big lips and sort of like bulging eyes. Yes. Yeah. And the idea is that they look f- like normal fish when they're deep below the sea, yeah. but when you get them on the end of a hook and then whisk them really fast up to the surface, yeah. the pressure makes their whole body 
expand and swell. Yeah. And I think they have those and they use them as masks. Ah, exactly. That's there you go. That's that's yeah. my that's my that's my pitch for these people. There, so they, there we go. They 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 wear this cult where these these and that's that's the kind of fish that they're fishing up or whatever yeah well I, I also think that the cult try and cut a piece of a body off like an arm or something Ooh. just to put on the altar yes yeah so yeah. it's like a piece of you will always be here well you, you can go back to you can go back to town says yeah. her dad yeah you can go back to town but you're gonna have to leave something with us yeah yeah he's, he's looking at this arm it's mm-hmm. like hmm <laughs> the, <laughs> the arm yeah, we, we we can put we can put one of your legs on your tricycle. That'll make it better. <laughs> yeah. So so that was Lucia. Yeah, that was weird, terrifying. That was, that was weird Lovecraftian <laughs> small town cult stuff. Yeah, I, I quite like that. Yeah, I, some good vibes in there. We could work. We, a second pass would make that one. Yeah, better, I think. I mean, I, I like going into an idea. Mm-hmm. Right, I like going into a film pitch and not have the entire film be explained in the title. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> 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 so it's it's quite refreshing sometimes to just work with one word with or absolutely like a name. nothing. I mean, because that's yeah. nothing. Like because because any movie could have a character called Lucia in it. Yeah, yeah. If you've enjoyed the episode, uh, share it. Yep. Uh, and uh, go to our patreon.com forward slash Life's a Bitch podcast website yeah. Yeah. Uh, to donate some money towards us every month to get uh, some some other stuff. Also, we do. I dare you to go to soundcloud.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and leave a comment on this podcast I dare you only because you'd be the first person in like four or five years <laughs> to do so that wasn't a spam bot yes because nobody uses soundcloud.com yeah yeah every, every time every time I look on oh we've got a comment oh uh, visit this site for more oh, plays hey, hey guys cool track <laughs> I love hey, those hey ones. man cool track I really love your music. Uh, I can get you more plays at this at this address. <laughs> I really love what you're doing. Really love your music, guys. And it's not that we don't get you know people commenting on the podcast generally. Yeah, it's that we don't get people on that platform. So yeah. I'm just, I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you to go to soundcloud.com <laughs> forward slash Lives of Bitch podcast and just comment just on this. Just leave a comment. Leave a comment. You know what? Leave a comment on anything. Yeah. Any track we've ever put out, <laughs> leave a comment. That's your homework for this yeah. week, listeners. Yeah. So we end the show as we always do with the Yes, Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to someone who's just been a little bit too clever with the titles they've been given. <laughs> they've strayed over the line between, uh, between a pitch we could make and... Just a joke that you just, make. Just a joke yeah. that you've made, yeah. So from Marcus Newman, we've got Mumford and Guns. Mumford and Guns. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like, because they're folk... They're, they're folk music? Uh, they're not really. I mean, they're, 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 they're indie music that uses a banjo. Are, are they, right, are they the band that goes... Uh, I think it's Chiefs. No, no, no. I mean, I can't I can't do it justice, but it's it, it sounds... Yeah, they all go... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that one, isn't it, yeah. Mumford and, and Sons? And while the band goes... Yeah, it, it's like folk music you see on YouTube ads for, it, like... They were the part of the birth of the Stomp Clap Hey. That's that's what I'm thinking um, of. Uh, genre, yeah. Yeah, Mumford yeah. and Sons. Mumford and Guns, yeah. Mumford and Guns. <laughs> so until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it? <laughs> <laughs>